into every generation, a champion is born. One contestant in all the world. A chosen one. They alone will wield the strength and skill to fight the arcane knowledge and the torture of the hot seat to stop the spread of the ignorant and the swell of their number. They are the champion. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Beat My Guest. I'm your host, AJ Mass. If you're new to the show, each week I invite a guest to sit in the hot seat and field questions in a wide variety of topics, earning as many points for the episode as they can. For those of you playing along at home, you have but one task set before you, and that is to see if you can beat my guest. But before you can beat my guest, you need to meet my guest. So let's give a warm welcome to our guest for today's tournament episode, Muffy Morocco. Muffy, how are you? I'm just doing dandy. How about you? I am doing dandy as well. Uh, foppish, one might say. <laughs> I mean, 2020 dandy. It's a different scale. It, it is. It, it just means that uh, all my masks have come out of the washer and <laughs> I'm ready to take my pick. I'm just going to touch my face. Touch my face. Touch my face. Ah, I can't touch my face when I'm with you, but I like it. Oh, it's a weekend full of wonders here. Muffy, uh, you've been in the hot seat before. This is not uh, your first time at this proverbial rodeo, but uh, in case someone's listening, meeting you for the first time, why don't you give us a little bit of that uh, thumbnail sketch of who? Who be Muffy? (laughs) Who be Muffy, indeed. Uh, Hi, everybody. My name is Muffy Morocco. I live in Los Angeles. I'm a writer, I'm a tutor, and I appear on the Game Show Network uh, program Masterminds as a trivia nerd. Um, and uh, I am a person. I don't know. I, have, I think that was my spiel. I ran out. I, should, I started doing a list, and then I ran out of things. Uh, it, oof, just, just like, just like the <laughs> Atlanta Falcons in most of the games this year. You're, you're steaming along, and then... Whew, it's just, it's, oh my, it's hot in the hot seat! Well, it is especially hot this season for, of course, you are part of our first annual 2020 tournament, which, you know, as I've mapped out the math, it's going to bleed into the first month of 2021. I mean, you know, that's just the way math works, but it's okay. It's all right. Uh, You know, it's kind of like the Super Bowl. We can hyphenate it. (laughs) No promises. Uh, (laughs) But uh, 16 different people are going to take their turn in the hot seat. You are contestant number eight. Eight, which means, oh, the, the standings are, are all lined up there, and uh, we've got six people sitting in those top six spots who will uh, potentially advance to the semifinals, and you will get a chance to, now to record your score, set the bar, maybe boot our low scorer, who currently on the precipice of getting booted would be uh, one Kintad Svenskard, who is in the danger seat. Uh, Kintad is definitely rooting against you, but that's okay. I am rooting for you because, uh, you know, I want everyone to do their bestest. Uh, you know, uh, if your best isn't good enough, well, so be it. <laughs> <That's very supportive. laughs> oh, you say that now? <laughs> <laughs> Let us uh, get this started. It is... No longer a brand new season, but uh, we are going to still give off the rules as if uh, you're listening for the first time out there. Uh, This, that, or the other is our first question in our tournament. I am going to give Muffy three categories, and then I'm going to read off a list of ten items for each item that you can correctly place in the proper category. You will receive one point. However, Muffy, be careful. Some items might be very hot and sharp, and you don't want to touch them without the proper protection. Uh, Some items may, in fact, uh, fit multiple categories. That's what you got to be aware of. Uh, You will only get the point if you can correctly state all of the categories in which that item fits. I make you two solemn promises. One, each item does fit at least one category. There's no shenanigans in that regard. I'm not going to pull a fast one on you there and say, ha, none of the categories, you fool! None of the above! Exactly. <laughs> and there will be a correct answer for each one. It might be multiple, but the, at least one for each item. Also, these items are being pulled at random from a larger set of items. Uh, so no, you know, don't try and game theory your way into a guess because uh, it ain't gonna work. 
<laughs> I, was, I was told there would be no game theory, too. <laughs> Uh, I'm telling you, there's definitely going to be game theory, but it won't work. So, okay. <laughs> no, no game theory at all here. Uh, so, let us quickly here get you into category thinking because I got to give you the categories. I mean, I'm not going to ask you to try and guess the categories as well. That would be cruel and unusual punishment if you ask me. Category one this, Muffy, mm-hmm. is. NBC Thursday Night Shows, uh, also known as Must See TV, would be your this. I'm sure now you're asking yourself, what is that? That would be winners of the Oscar for Best Picture. And the other. Why, those would be songs from one Miss Ariana Grande. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I see I've picked some expert categories for you here. Are you ready? I'm ready-ish. Yes, yes, yes. Sure, okay. And one other note before we get started. This is an audio category only. Uh, As such, I will not be spelling any of these items for you. Uh, You'll have to just listen and uh, figure out which category they fit into. If there is a homophone involved here, hey, that's cool. That could be why it fits into different categories. Uh, It's fair game. Uh, They might not be homophones. I mean, you know, if it was operas and I said defleter mouse, I don't think there's a homophone there. (laughs) Gesundheit. Uh, indeed. I don't know why I picked that at, at random. Uh, it's just going to be one of those nights, Muffy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get this party started. Your first item is Friends. Friends. It would be Friends, the NBC show. <laughs> so you're going to go with Friends as an NBC show? I mean, maybe, maybe someone told you life was going to be that way. Uh, they did. Clap, 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 clap. Uh, and clap, 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 clap. Correct. Of course, friends. NBC. We know this, obviously. A very, very, very popular show. Item number two Wings. Wings, aha, was definitely an NBC program uh, about the airport on Nantucket. And it was also a very early Best Picture Oscar winner about. People who flew airplanes back back when that was a new thing. So I'm going to say it is those two, and not nothing to do with Ariana Grande. I mean, you know, some th- some people think she's an angel and, and oh. flies, but yeah, uh, no song called Wings for Ariana Grande. Uh, you are correct, Wings, Best Picture Oscar, and of course, uh, one of the fine fine vehicles for Mr. Tony Shalhoub. That's, that's where I remember first seeing him. Uh, one of my favorite lines, they're sitting around a table and he's talking about how a man is, uh, a certain man was, a uh, celebrity was very attractive. Uh, and then, you know, they kind of looked at him with that kind of homophobia that was pre- prevalent at the time. And he just goes, not to me. <laughs> and then a few minutes later, a very attractive guy walks by and he just looks at them and goes, not to me. <laughs> It's very funny. I love Tony Shalhoub. Uh, two points. Two for two. Let us keep this ball rolling here. Uh, number three, Crash. Ooh. All right. Well, Crash is definitely a Best Picture Oscar winner. I do not believe that would be like an 80s TV show title. It's a little too pithy. <laughs> uh whether or not it is a song from Maria Grande, you know, that remains to be seen. But I think I'm just going to go with the Best Picture Oscar winner. Uh, controversial pick, to be sure. Uh, a lot of people don't think it holds up. I actually never saw it, so I can't say. But yes, it was the Best Picture Oscar winner. Oh, well done. Yay! Yeah, I didn't see it either. Sorry. <laughs> Here's clue number four for you. Item four. Every day. Every day. Every day. Huh. That does not ring a bell. That's definitely not a Best Picture Oscar winner. Too boring. You need something dramatic with, like, like Oliver with, like, an exclamation point. Um, I don't think that rings a bell as an NBC Thursday show. Because those were, those were, that was, like, the hot night. That was all the shows you've heard of. So I must, I, I, it seems to be time for the other to make an appearance I will say it is an, a song from Ariana Grande, question mark. It, it, well, no exclamation point. It is indeed a song from Ariana Grande. Well done. Four for four. Continuing on to item number five. Yes. Focus. Oh, 
All right, Focus is not a Best Picture Oscar winner. Let me think running through my decades. No, 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 no. Must see TV. Focus. Um, I mean, it could have been. I'm seeing, you know, some kind of sassy fashion photographer or something. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a pitch for you. Uh, focus. I, I don't think so, though. I don't know. Gosh, this one's, this is really a shot in the dark. Uh, I am unable to <laughs> narrow this down to, if you will, focus on the answer. Um, I'm just going to say it's a song from Ariana Grande again. She's very prolific. She is very prolific, and uh, she has sung a song called Focus. Well done, five for five. <laughs> we are perfect through the first half of those wacky this, that, or the others. So let's continue on to the second half and see if we can be just as perfect. Maintain your focus, as it were. Uh, item number six, Taxi. Ooh. Ooh, ooh. Taxi was definitely a show on NBC. That's, we had, we had, you know, uh, Andy Kaufman. You had, you had your Danny DeVito. You had your Mary Lou Henner. She's got a good memory. Um, Taxi, Taxi, Taxi. Not a Best Picture Oscar winner. There was, and then a song from Ariana Grande. I could not, I could not say. So let's just go with the uh, must-see TV. I got to see some Taxi. Uh, you will see some Taxi indeed. Well done. That is, of course, an NBC must-see TV program. Uh, yeah, Mary Lou Henner. We all saw that episode of Bob Costas where <laughs> she, uh, he pulled out a random date and she said, how did you know that was the day I lost my virginity? It was the moon, it was the date of the moon landing. Yes. I remember that. I remember things about Mary Lou Henner remembering things, which is just sad. <laughs> <laughs> There's an Inception-level thing going on there that I'm not even going to get involved with. Uh, indeed. Item number seven, Muffy. Item oh seven. Gosh. Grand. 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 Grand, grand, grand. I, that is not a Best Picture Oscar winner. Now, I could see that being some early 80s NBC show, but like a Grand Hotel or something fancy. Um, whether it belongs also to Ariana Grande, um, <laughs> remains to be seen. Um, hmm. I'm gonna just say it's only must-see TV. Only must-see TV. You would think Ariana Grande might sing a song called Grand, but she does not. It is indeed must-see TV, <laughs> although... Um, I doubt many people saw this when was it was it on. about like a grand hotel? It was uh it was NBC's version of Soap uh with Sarah Rue, Bonnie Hunt, and Michael McKeon amongst the cast of uh many uh one of the uh one of the shows that didn't quite work. <laughs> lasted lasted for for two half seasons of about twenty five wow. episodes. They squeeze a lot out of that, actually. <laughs> hey, well, you know, you, you you can squeeze a lot in when you're following the, the Cosby Show. So. <laughs> and when the creators of the Cosby Show say, uh, we'll continue to do the Cosby Show as long as you air Grand, which is also our show. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Deal. Uh, moving on. Item number eight, Rocky. Oh, okay. So Rocky is definitely a Best Picture Oscar winner. I'm from Philadelphia. It would be embarrassing if I ha hadn't remembered that. It's part of my legacy. Um, <laughs> I also wear American flag striped shorts. No, sorry, that's Apollo Creed. Uh, whether the, I don't think that's an NBC show. They would have to pay for that. Now, whether it's an Ariana Grande song, again, who can say? We may never know. I'm going to just go with Best Picture Oscar winner because I know that for sure. I mean, I can say. <laughs> I've looked these up. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> not going to be mystery that much longer. Uh, <laughs> we'll never know. Uh, all right. Well, then I won't tell you. We'll move on. No. Uh, yes. Rocky, of course, was a Best Picture Oscar. And nothing else. Well done. <laughs> eight for eight. We are going to move on to number nine. And that is going to be Monopoly. Ooh. Monopoly. 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 Well, that is not a Best Picture Oscar winner. I do not believe that is 
a must-see TV. I think they had a very short-lived, not-quite-successful game show version of Monopoly. But again, I'm thinking, like, with Rocky, if you're going to use that one word, you better be paying for it and, like, tying it into the... You can't just say, like, oh, Monopoly, and this is about, like, you know, like, standard oil. No, it's got to be... <laughs> so I think that's just a song from Ariana Grande. Well, I mean, Monopoly uh, was a short-lived television show, and it did air uh, in our in our window here uh, for a few months. Uh, but it was on ABC, <gasps> not NBC, so therefore does not qualify. And uh, it is indeed the title of an Ariana Grande song. Well, I'm gonna have to eventually listen to an Ariana Grande song. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, except, you know, she, she's got the one that, uh, you know, basically, essentially, uh, what, Seven Rings? That's a song. That's, that's an Ariana Grande song. I would yeah. not know an Ariana Grande song if it were to, to bite me on the tuchus, so. Well, let's see. We've got one, we've got one more clue here. Uh, let's see. It could be uh, an Ariana Grande song. Could be one of the other two. We shall see. Uh, the item is Moonlight. Moonlight. Moonlight is a Best Picture Oscar winner. Take that, La La Land. <laughs> it is not the. It's not a TV show that was Moonlighting, which I believe was actually might have even been ABC, which is where we got our Bruce Willis from. And whether it is an Ariana Grande song, I'm waiting to be bit. Um, I'm just gonna go with Best Picture Oscar winner, and yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, obviously, it was eventually a Best Picture Oscar winner. <laughs> it always I mean, was. I, I technically, it always was, but just tell that to Warren and Annette, because they didn't seem to know. Uh, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, it is also an Ariana Grande song. Bitch in the ass there. <laughs> You're dead. <laughs> but hey, uh, you know, cannot complain about 9 out of 10. That is a very good start to the show here. Very strong, strong, well reasoned in a lot of those. Um, yeah, Moonlighting was on ABC, uh, okay. one of my favorite shows of that era, uh, with, uh, of course, the Sybil Shepherd, the Bruce Willis. And uh, Curtis Armstrong, no? Curtis Armstrong, Elise Beasley, yeah. As Mrs. DePesto, their secretary, oh, okay. Elise Beasley, right. and uh, yes, uh, Curtis, quote unquote, Booger Armstrong uh, joining oh. the cast later on. Uh, well done, well done. Uh, Muffy, I think it's time to, you know, I've been pumping you for information here and, and giving you little tidbits of knowledge. I think it's time you return the favor. I've tasked you with being prepared to share uh, a little uh, tidbit of your own. So I ask you that he told question, Muffy, what do you know? I know lots of stuff, but actually I want to share something that combines two of my very favorite things in this world, Abraham Lincoln and dogs. And no, this is not like an island of Dr. Moreau kind of thing. <laughs> uh, Abraham Lincoln was he was actually uh, a, quite the animal lover especially for the 19th century when asked what his hobbies were his wife apparently said cats but he also had a dog who was this nice little floppy eared yellow mutt um, he never took him to Washington so he wasn't technically a presidential pet because he was sort of scared of crowds so he left him behind in Springfield, Illinois when he's elected and Abe had named the dog who was his faithful companion he named him after the Latin word for faithful his name was Fido and that's why, because he was popularized by being Abe Lincoln's dog. They would sell little pictures of him. So that is why Fido is now the default like dog name, because he was Abe Lincoln's pooch. I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting, indeed. Uh, I, you know, even back then, uh, there we had a president who knew, knew about uh, making sure your pet's socially distanced. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, indeed. But what did Abraham Lincoln ever do for this country? He's not he's a no, lot. He's no forty-five. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Uh, the highest possible score that you get in our tournament competitions is fifty. Ain't nobody gonna get a fifty. Uh-uh. And you can't, uh, of course, get a fifty no. now because you've already gotten one wrong at least. But uh, you can get pretty darn close. Uh, you've got nine. We're gonna move on to the main body of questions for the game. Uh, you know part of the game I call the main body of questions for the game because I still haven't come up with a clever uh, nom de plume for it as it were but it's okay I don't need to find out right now we're just going to go with it it's 2020 we're winging it flying by the seat of our pants it's all That's good <laughs> five questions lay before you here uh, question one it's going to be worth one point question two is going to be worth two points 
question three with a little uh, little twist on it. It can be worth up to three points. And question four. Can you figure out the pattern here, Muffy? Is it worth four? It is. <gasps> See, no math required for this. No, just, just fingers. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Just fingers, and uh, we'll have a whole fistful of questions by the end of this. <laughs> Question five worth five juicy points. <laughs> five juicy points. Oh, Ben, 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 how we miss you. Uh, all right, so let's get this started off here with our one-point question. Uh, Muffy, for one point, what singer was born Florian Cloud de Bunavial O'Malley Armstrong? On Christmas Day, 1971. Oh, that, my. That was Florian Cloud de Bunavial O'Malley Armstrong. That's quite the name. Well, they certainly don't go by that now. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. It's just too long. Can you imagine trying to text that to your friend? I Florian de Bouvier de, 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 de Armstrong. Okay. Um, December 25th, 1971. I've got to think of, all right, so that's someone coming up on age 49. You can say it. They're old. They're old. You can say it. I am not that much younger. So, no, I'm, I'm going to say I'm, I'm going to say they are a healthy age of wisdom and youth and vibrancy. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sensitive. I just had my big 5 so I'm, oh. I'm, uh, I'm just a little sensitive to well, round he, numbers. Yeah, 50 years old. That's okay. I'll call you old. <laughs> Son of a... 49 is not... <laughs> Let me think. Somebody born on Christmas Day, no less. Florian. That was Muffy Morocco was our contestant this week. <laughs> <laughs> and it quickly devolves into just questions about math theorems. Um, so let me think. That's quite a name. All right. So it's got to be someone with like a like a maybe like a one one word name. Florian is a male name. Um, and um. um 49, um, uh, mm. oh, wait, I think I might know, oh, maybe not, no, that can't be it, sorry, this is all in my head, I was thinking, wait, if you're born in 1971, no, you're too young, no, it's not Falco, sorry, that was going to be exciting for a minute there, Dirk Commissar himself, um, all right, so you got your, are your one names, you got your Falco. You got your Sade. You got your you got your prince. None of those people. <laughs> this is a one pointer. Not much older than me type. So alright, so if not much older than me, it's gotta be someone who was big in the nineties ish. <laughs> Florian is and all those names, that suggests European. I am not coming up with a European and or fancily named single named pop singer type person who's born on Christmas nineteen said oh heavens. Let's just say Falco, because you know what? I liked his style. Uh, you liked his style? He was putting on the hits. No, wait. <laughs> that was Taco. <laughs> and it's not Taco. No, it's not Taco either. <laughs> One of those. I mean, perhaps a Christmas Day 1971 was a Tuesday, and then it would have been Taco Tuesday. That would have been hilarious. Uh, and, you know, as, as I was saying the name out loud, you said it was very long, and I was thinking, you know, wouldn't it wouldn't it be ironic if that was Fiona Apple? Because <laughs> she liked the long things. It would explain a lot. <laughs> But no, uh, despite being born on Christmas Day, 1971, she's no angel. That would be the artist who goes by the name of Dido. Oh. Talked about Fido. I thought that was a dude's name. Talked about Fido. And we go to Dido. You you know, it's a good thing this is over Skype or I would just, I'm still going to shake my fist at you. Yeah, well, don't use any judo because that <laughs> doesn't work either. It's okay. It was only one point. One point. Okay. No big deal. No big deal. I won't point out that you've now gotten two in a row wrong, but, you know, that's it's okay. Don't get <laughs> no pressure. My head. Don't get inside my head. There's just random things about Mary Lou Henner bouncing around in there. That's how AJ gets in your head. Get, get him out. Get out of my head. Question two. Okay. Two points. Two point question. Let's get you back on the right side of the horse, as it were. In 1999, this television program introduced a bevy of new characters to the pre-existing mix, including Riley, Adam, Tara, Forrest, and Veruca. What show was it? Oh, heavens. 
1999 TV show. And so it's a pre-existing show. Riley Adam, Veruca. So Veruca suggests, as they are ripping off Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, wherein it is correctly noted, Veruca is actually a name for a small wart on the sole of your foot. Uh, <laughs> that this can't be necessarily an entirely straightforward show. What would have been big then? The first thing that springs into my mind, 90210 is still on at that time. Uh, they, they would have maybe needed some young blood, as, you know, Jason Priestley himself turns 50 in the 12th grade. Um, <laughs> is there anything that had, like, well, now I'm trying to think, are there animated type shows? Probably not. It's too hard to draw new people. It's easier to just hire a human for something. New characters. Riley, and they're such, like, Riley and Forrest and Veruca. Very trendy names. I'm going to... Yeah, oh, it's not 90210. I think they really stuck with the rest of them for the eternity. Um, they all just started dating each other all over again. Going to California University, quote-unquote. Nothing is coming to mind. I'm going to lose these two points as well. I will, I will pivot slightly to the left and just say Melrose Place. Melrose Place. Uh, certainly uh, a lot of shows in the soap uh, opera variety, uh, be it teen angst-based or actors who are the exact same age playing much older people on Melrose Place. Certainly that uh, the restocking of the cast is common here. This is not... Uh, you're in the right state? Heck, you're even in the, the right set because uh, they use the same set as 90210. For their school scenes, at least uh, at the beginning of the of the show, uh, this well, uh, you know, we just talked about Dido, and I said that uh, you know, she was no angel, which was the name of her hit album. The reason this TV show needed to introduce a whole bunch of new characters is because Angel had spun off to his own show. Oh. The gang graduated high school and went to college. We're talking Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's a Muffy joke, isn't it? It actually isn't, but you know, <laughs> hey. If you want to take offense, that's fine. <laughs> Veruca, that, that, that fits the tone, all of that. I, I see it. Yeah, there. Veruca was a werewolf. Uh, Adam was like a demon, hybrid cyborg soldier. Yeah, Riley and Tara were, were significant others of main cast. Forrest was a, a Ratsy type guy. So, yeah, it's all good. You seem to be stuck on nine, Muffy. All right, let's look, look, look. Let's try and let's try and slay some of your demons I here. I can do it. You can no, you can't. You yeah, you absolutely can do it. Three point question coming up here, and 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 I love the three point question because the three point question is our fungo, three of a kind. Here is how fungo works. It's a classic. Beat my guests' uh, favorite. I am going to give you three, three disparate clues, all pointing towards the same singular answer. If you get the correct answer on clue number one, hey, three points for you. Hunky-dory. If you guess wrong, we'll move on to clue number two. If you get it on clue number two, two points. Still pretty good. And if you need all three clues to get the answer correct, well, that's one point for you. And hey, it's better than the goose eggs you've been getting. Oh! Oh! <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh! Shots fired! Shots Them's fired! Fight Them's fighting eggs! Starboard bow! Starboard bow! <laughs> now... Uh, you know, I, I've I've planned these clues out uh, so that one of them is easier than the other two. One is uh, yeah, average, average difficulty, and the third one is a little more difficult than the other two. But far be it from me to uh, determine the order that you're going to get them. You are going to uh, spin that roulette wheel yourself and tell me which clue you want first: A, B. Or C, game theorists, nothing for you here. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with B. B it is. B, B as in Buffy. B as in Buffy. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Clue. Ha number. Ha one. Or clue B, as it were. For three points. Phoenician letter. Phoenician letter. Coming from Buffy. Coming from Dido. Dodo was actually in Carthage. It's not helping. Phoenic so the Phoenician alphabet is the precursor to like the Greek, which is the precursor to the Roman, which is what we use. But they had more than one letter. Phoenician letter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I 
I think I'm saying this is not going to be three points. Um, alpha, beta, gamma, delta, epsilon. That's Greek. Or like, could you send a letter in ancient Phoenicia? It'd be like on a papyrus. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Phoenician letter. Um, I'll just say, um, um, alpha. Alpha is not the correct answer that we were looking for, so I will now give you clue number two, which will either be A or C. Let's go with C. That's also a letter. <laughs> C it is. 1974's Best New Artist. Oh, Lord, okay. Phoenician letter. 1974's Best New Artist. Okay. That might correspond to a letter, not the Bee Gees. It's a little early for them. It's also two letters. <laughs> but three brothers, ironically. Um, <laughs> best new artist of 1974. Who's, who's sort of popping out around then? It's not... I think Elton John already exists. <laughs> um, well, well, yeah, he already exists. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, I know he was... He, he has the songs already. Got big glasses. Uh, 1974 Best New Artist. Oh, okay. Not Elton John. Not Elton John. I've narrowed it down. I'm going to get there. I'll go to the... I got nothing. I'm going to go to the other end of the alphabet. Omega! Muffy, your third clue, which will be clue A for those mm. of you keeping score at home. Keep me honest. Monk or Duzon, maybe? Monk... Or Duzon, maybe I'll spell those for you. Monk, M-A-N-Q-U-E. Duzon, D-O-U-Z-A-I-N-E. Monk or Duzon, maybe. All right, Monk, uh, it means miss, I believe. Duzon is a dozen in French. Monk or Duzon, miss or a dozen. These, this is, this is word salad, AJ. These are just words. There's nothing here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is. Did you? I think it was a, a remake of the uh, Twilight Zone from the '80s. It's a, an episode with Robert Klein, where uh, yes, words start to I, lose I, all meaning. Yes, he's looking at a, a children's book, uh, and there's a picture of a dog, and it says Wednesday. I believe. Yes, <laughs> yes that's what this is feeling like. <laughs> Wednesday. Um, <laughs> and it happened in a place called. The Twilight Zone. <gasps> I believe it. I believe Monk. Monk is that. I think is it's maybe a gambling term. Roulette, baccarat, craps. I might just go with that because that's how I'm feeling. Uh, let me see. Nineteen, but there's not a best new artist from 1974 named Craps. <laughs> I would not have topped the charts. <laughs> I I don't know. Um. I'm thinking, Monk, if you miss or you got 12, you maybe, uh, you are, um, uh, let's just, let's say Bocce. Bocce is your answer. Wow, it takes balls to make that guess. <laughs> Bocce, get it, Bocce, anyway. So, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, you did not get it right. So, in... <laughs> Uh, Elton John was uh, actually nominated for uh, Best New Artist in 1971 and uh, lost out to the Carpenters. The nominees who did not win the Grammy for Best New Artist in 1974 were... Uh, uh, brace yourself. All right, Barry White, fair. Marie Osmond. Oof. Maureen McGovern, uh, an actress who went on to be on Broadway and was in The Towering Inferno. Oof, yeah. Uh, yike. And, uh, yeah, not, not, not Marsha Brady, Marine McGuff. No, 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 that's Marie McCormick. It's, right. it's close. But, uh, and Yumir Diodato, which sounds a lot like Dido, but Yumir Diodato, who was a Brazilian piano player. So, uh, yeah, those were the losers. Uh, but the winner was simply divine in her performances. That would be Bette Midler, Phoenician letter, oh. Bet, which would be the second letter of the Phoenician alphabet. Aleph, Bet, and uh, a monk. You were close, so close. Monk or Duzane are bets in roulette. Oh. Roulette bets. 
I don't. Um, I don't. I just sort of go on gut there. I say like I like seventeen, and I don't know how what I'm doing. Yeah, you can bet on uh, one through twelve, thirteen through twenty-four, and twenty-five through thirty-six. Any of the dozens, so it's a, ah. a dozen bet. Or you can bet one through eighteen, nineteen to thirty-six, high or low, which is monk or pass, which uh, be the, the, the ha, French term. Have you these. tried? Have you tried twenty-two tonight? <laughs> uh, Muffy, twenty-two seems a long way away <laughs> from your nine right now. Yeah, yeah. But nine's a, a nice number too. Nine's a lovely number. It's it's a lovely number. It's a tip to be square. Um, <laughs> I'd like to see you get into double digits, and I, and so would I. And we still have nine points left in this round, which is of course the you know middle pack of questions in the core of the game, the main pack. I, I don't know. I'm going to come up with something. Four points for this next one. Four points. We can get you right from, from that lucky nine to an unlucky 13. I can't wait to do it. Here is your four-point question. A secret diary found in an upstate New York five-and-dime store is the subject of what fictional tome by Seth Graham Smith? Oh. A secret diary found in an upstate New York five-and-dime store that is is what's going on in a fictional tale authored by Seth Graham Smith. What is the name of that book, that novel? I remember Seth, the name Seth Graham Smith. I believe he spells the Graham with an extra E at the end, just to confuse people. I'm trying to remember the, I read the book. I'm, I'm thinking, it's in my head right now. And trying to remember if when I read this book, if it was a secret diary, which I kind of believe it was, except the epilogue. I believe this is Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. To go with Buffy the Vampire And to go with your tale of Abraham Lincoln uh, oh. from your uh, trivia that you uh, spit out to us. I spit it back at you. And the author, Seth Grant Smith, who was the proud author of Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, uh, amongst other wonderful books one of them be abraham lincoln vampire hunter they made it into a movie and you are correct yeah just a matter of time before i made an honest contestant out of here. <laughs> i could write actually if you had asked me i would never remember that book was set as a diary but i did write it was decent. It was. It had a. You know. It was a clever way of explaining why he. You know. Gets into like. A, you know. Fighting slavery is because he hates vampires. Yeah. Yeah. He. Uh, I also read his. I, he had a book later on about some uh, scimitar wielding Moor who ends up kidnapping Jesus or something. I, I think that was, that was the next one in his series of taking tales we know and completely <laughs> subverting them. Yeah, not bad, not bad. That one didn't become a movie, though. Hmm, I wonder why not. Uh, We have got one question left in this round. It's going to be worth five points, too. You're sitting on 13. Let's see if we can get you even higher up on the barometer of points. Yeah, that's right, barometer of points. I'm coining a new phrase here. It's the barometer of points. I'm making that official. It's a real bop. I don't know. <laughs> the humidifier of knowledge. The uh, the ohm meter of... Oh my god, <laughs> shut up, AJ. Here's your five-point question, Muffy. I'm a little punchy. Forgive me. Vernie was the name of whose presidential pet? Vernie, the name of whose presidential pet? Would you spell that for me? Sure. V-E-R-N-I. Vernie. Mm. All right, so that's not a recent dog, and the vagueness of the term presidential pet. All right, so we've got Trump, who can't even manage to own a pet, not even a pet rock. I'm just going to say that. Um, We had some dogs. Well, he has Eric. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) He's like a chia pet. Um, Vernie. I'm just thinking, this is, oh, I, I don't know it, so I can't necessarily guarantee I'm going to get the five points. I've got a guess. I know uh, Calvin Coolidge had a ton of goofy animals, including our hippo. JFK, they had a bunch, including the pony called Macaroni. And the dog that came from the space dog Strelka, the pupkin. Um, but... 
Verdi, I, just because it sort of sounds like verdant, which is green, and this is an unusual presidential pet. It's not a dog, not a cat, not even a pony. There's some weird ones in there. I'm going to guess that Verney was John Quincy Adams. Uh, I believe he had an alligator. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, you know, I've heard the tale of the alligators. It's actually, uh, from my research on this, I actually considered asking a question about a presidential alligator. Uh, and uh, they can't confirm it. Oh, man! They can't confirm. Two or three different presidents have been rumored to have alligators who uh, somehow were, you know... A guest would show up and go, hey, look out, there's an alligator in the East Room or something. <laughs> but uh, no one's been able to actually uh, verify that. Uh, oh, more's the pity. <laughs> more's the pity. But that doesn't mean you didn't get the president right. You didn't oh, get the president right. I'm I sorry. Didn't get that, I, 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 that was cruel. That was very cruel. Uh, no, actually, Vernie is indeed a dog. Okay. Vernie is a dog, uh, one of four dogs uh, in this uh, presidential pet family. There is, funnily enough, Buffy is one of the dogs. Uh, Yume and Pasha. Uh, you talked to me about Fido, uh, which means faithful. Verney also means faithful, just not in Latin. Uh, it's actually it's faithful in Russian. These are the pets of Vladimir Putin. I didn't say American president. I just said president. <laughs> in Russia, pet have you? <laughs> what a country. Ah, <laughs> oh, that was sneaky. Say, if for five points, I give him allowed to be a little bit sneaky. So sneaky. Well, it's okay, Muffy. It, it is fine and dandy because 13 points is a pretty darn good score, if I do say so myself, and I just damn did. We're not done, though. Oh, nay, 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 nay. You know there's one final twist left in the game. It <gasps> Is Muffy, brace yourself. It is time for the guillotine. We got the guillotine. We got the guillotine. You better run. We got the guillotine. We got the guillotine. You better run. Sacre bleu. No. Mais oui. Uh, <laughs> one final question before you. One answer is all I ask of thee. If you get it right, Muffy. Great news. We will double your score on the spot. No questions asked other than the guillotine question. So I guess one <laughs> question asked. I'm contradicting myself left and right. Get it right, your W score. If you get it wrong, again, no harm, no foul. You will keep all your points that you've earned thus far and uh, happily walk away with your head intact and the points intact as well. But... Muffy, here's the catch, and you knew there would be one. If you either do not give an answer at all, or if you give an answer that simply does not fit the question asked, a.k.a. no sandbagging allowed, or if you give me the guillotine answer, a.k.a. the answer that I have pre-selected as being the one that is spelling doom for you, D-O-O-M, that's how you spell doom, doom... Well, then it is off with your head, Muffy, and your point total will be immediately and irrevocably chopped in half. Are you clear on the rules? I am. Are you ready for your guillotine question? Pretty much. I mean, maybe not emotionally, but I'll get there. All right. Head in that little hole there. <laughs> uh, would you like a blindfold? <laughs> All right. Here... Muffy, is your guillotine question. What U.S. newspaper had the largest average weekly paid circulation entering the calendar year 2020? I need you to tell me what United States newspaper had the largest average weekly paid circulation entering this wonderful calendar year that we've all grown to despise 2020. Let me know what you're thinking. It may be the last thoughts that go through your head. <laughs> no, no, your head, it's you, actually the brain keeps working for a few minutes after you've been taught, your head's been chopped <laughs> off. Really, it'll be, I'll still be shaking my fist at you mentally. Um, all right, so I, I've typically heard of USA Today as being the, the paper with the largest circulation, but I think that's because they, drop it off at motels everywhere and put it in airports and things like that. 
paid circulation. I've often heard, so USA Today, maybe, maybe. Sensitive of putting my head in the guillotine, though. <laughs> New York Times, I would suspect, is also, it's the largest, most populous city, and it is probably the most read by people in other places. Second to that would be the Washington Post, I imagine. LA Times probably has a pretty big circulation, but not, I would imagine, on par with that, because people don't pick it up at their local coffee shop and walk down Fifth Avenue when umbrellas in their mitts putting on the Ritz. Um, <laughs> sorry, I don't know what I... It was, it was a callback, believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, oh, weekly paid circulation. I feel like you don't waste words. It's the thing. Uh, guillotine is, I will say, the guillotine question is very straightforward. I yeah. uh, The words are there for clarity and for accuracy, but, uh, you know, it's, it's fairly straightforward questions all. U.S. American newspaper weekly paid it's if it's because it's gonna be like those questions about magazines were like the, one of the most circulated magazines is like the AARP magazine you just want to punch people when you hear that. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, you would know about the AARP now that you're. 50. Yeah, yeah, I actually <laughs> did get my first uh, my first uh, envelope saying, "Hey, want to join?" And I threw that right into the circular file. Sorry, you denied me many points. I had to get some digs in. Well, you know, half a third. No respect for the elderly. <laughs> um, I will just. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Oh shoot! I'm so scared because it's like I feel good about two things, and one of them will doubtless chop off my head. Um, hence the reason I came up with this format. <laughs> <laughs> you just sort of do you just like sit around scheming. It's you know, there, there, you know, there, I have, I have a schedule. You know, some plotting time. There's some scheming time. There's some, uh, you, you know, like violent but evil machinations. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Do you grow like a long, sinister mustache and twirl it a bit? Well, you know. No, you, you should. During the pandemic, you know, yeah. In the off season, think yeah, about the mustache. Sure. It would add. It would add. Um, I will just, I will just say. <laughs> oh gosh, I'll just say USA Today. It's very colorful. USA Today is your answer, full of pie charts and graphs and mm. all that good stuff. Yeah, just give me the red section. I'll read sports. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you were debating whether whether or not to go with the New York Times. I would say that that would definitely have been your alternate choice here. Yeah. I got news for you. Um, New York Times is not even the number one selling newspaper in New York. Gosh. Yeah. Um, that would be the Wall Street Journal. Oh my. With a paid circulation of one million wow. uh, customers, uh, New York Times only four hundred eighty-three thousand. But as you can see here, as I show you and reveal, that Ooh. would have been your guillotine answer. I evaded the guillotine. But that so right. the question is now. <laughs> Did you get it right? I said the Wall Street Journal with 1 million, only one paper better with 1.6 million. Great Gannett's Ghost, it is USA Today. Yay! Well done, you have doubled your score to 26, which is good news for you. Very sad news for one, Kintad Hupachu Svensgard. I'm sorry, sir. You are out of the competition, but thank you for playing. Well done. We miss you. Um, 26 points. That moves you into third place. Not too shabby. I mean, halfway through the tournament, third place. It's a good place to be. Muffy, how do you feel? Please tell me your thoughts now that you still have them. I feel good. 26 is the number of letters in the alphabet. Phoenician or, 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 or Phoenician okay. alphabet can go Phoenician itself. Phoenician, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I got you. That was scary because I was thinking New York Times. It was not New York Times. It was USA Today. I didn't know that people actually paid for it. You, you should never go with the failing New York Times. <laughs> never, never wrong. The, the fake news, fake news. Oh. It's anyway, all good. sorry. It's all good. The time is ticking. By the time 
Look, by the time this episode goes live, just between you and me and the lamppost, by the time this episode goes live, we'll know. <laughs> we'll know. We're a few yeah, weeks. We're a few, we're a few weeks out. Bro. I know. Mary Lou Henner doesn't know right now. Well, listen, Nardo. I'm gonna have to have you leave my hot seat. Uh, but before before I, I say farewell for good, is there anything we'd like to pimp, plug, shout out to uh, the floor, as they say? Is it yours? I would I would like to uh, thank you, AJ, for having me sit in this hot seat. It's quite warm and toasty uh, on the tuckus in which Ariana Grande bit me. Um, and I would also like to encourage people to watch Masterminds on the Game Show Network, wherein I play the games and occasionally uh, do well and occasionally do not. But I play <laughs> the trivia and I wear blazers and glasses, so I look all classy. I highly recommend uh, you guys all check it out. Muffy, it is always a delight to have you in the hot seat. Now get the heck out. Maybe we'll be seeing you again for the semifinals. Uh, too early to say, but you are still alive and kicking. And for those of you out there who would like to get into the hot seat yourself, well, maybe you can someday. Uh, you know, you can join Beat My Guest, the Fans Hot Seat, our Facebook group to get to know the community. And if you'd like to contribute to the cause, I ain't gonna hate you. If you go to patreon.com slash beatmyguest and help us out, which makes episodes like this possible. Mm. You want more Muffy? Hey. <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> all right, Muffy. Get out my hot seat. It's oh, time to go, folks. We will see you all next week. Until then, take care. Go out and vote. No, you've already voted. It's over. Oh, You're still here. Go. It's over. It's over. Leave. <laughs> See you next time, everyone. Bye-bye. Did you beat our guest, or did our guest beat you? Tell us all about it on Twitter at BMGPod. And if you like what you've heard, spread the word. This has absolutely not been a Mark Goodson, Bill Todman production.